Welcome to The Body Nerd Show. I'm your host, Alexandra Ellis, and after a decade in the fitness industry, I've finally cracked the code on how you can build sustainable strength without getting hurt. I'm a coach, writer, yogi, kettlebell devotee, lover of lifting heavy things, and 100% a body nerd. So stick with me, and I'll teach you how to make body maintenance and movement mastery a fundamental part of your wellness routine. Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome back. You're listening to episode 79 of The Body Nerd Show. On today's episode, we're digging into what it means to be a body detective, the 80-20 rule and why that's the key to spending less than 15 minutes a day on body maintenance, and the two most common mistakes I see people making when they're trying to get stronger and out of pain. So I hear this from y'all all the time that, oh, I have degeneration in my spine or my MRI says X or, you know, this, that and the other. And that's why I'm in pain. And the thing is, it's true to a degree. But what if I told you that life without pain is possible and it's possible for anyone who's willing to dedicate at least 15 minutes a day to moving well not making this up, I swear. It's 1000% possible to change the unchangeable. And just because your MRI says this, or you have been told you have degeneration, this or that, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're also going to have pain. Because an MRI, it's not the full story. And imaging is fantastic. Don't get me wrong. Technology has allowed us to see inside the body in ways that have never been possible. I just was looking at a PET scan, CT scan. I mean, it's so fascinating how we're able to see what's happening inside without having to cut you open, which is great because anytime we have surgery and you're creating scar tissue, that brings on a whole other host of issues. But when you go to your doctor with back pain and the first thing that they do before they give you PT is to schedule an MRI, that's a problem. Because your MRI is probably going to find an issue. And it's not even the surgeon's fault per se. I think that we as consumers and patients also don't use the medical system in the most advantageous way possible, right? We have pain and we ignore it and we ignore it and we ignore it until it gets so bad we can't do anything. And then we go to see an orthopedic surgeon. And orthopedic surgeons are fantastic at doing surgery. So, of course, they're going to recommend surgery because that's what their specialty is. That's what they do. But when an MRI finds a problem and a surgeon recommends surgery, the reason you have pain isn't always because of that structural issue that's already there. So hear me out. There was a study that looked at 98 people without back pain. So no back pain whatsoever. And almost half of them had disc issues at one or more levels in their lower back. So these disc issues are probably more just a normal part of aging versus the actual cause of your pain. And there are people who have had back surgery and still have pain. Now, is this to say that getting the disc, if there is some sort of bulge or some disruption like that, and it's compressing on a nerve, you know, if you have the surgery to fix that, am I saying that it's not going to make it any better? No, that's not what I'm saying. But for those of you who don't want to have surgery, if you want to choose a route that's more sustainable, if you want to try to help your body set yourself up for your body and your movement to be in the best position possible, 
I'm just saying that it is possible. So think of it with your car, for example. And I know I've used this metaphor because it's like my go-to all the time. But let's say your front end is out of alignment on your car. So you drive around and your right front wheel just continues to wear out faster than the left and you're having to replace that right one all of the time. So you have an option, right? You could just keep replacing that right tire and spending all of the money and time to go do that. Or you could invest in getting your front end realigned, which will resolve the problem from the root cause rather than just looking at the symptoms. So what I'm saying here is that oftentimes these degeneration issues we see in our spine um, or, oh, you're bone on bone here. Yes, that is true. And yes, that might be contributing to some amount of your pain, but it's not the only cause, which means that surgery is not always the only answer. Now, this is also not necessarily true for everyone. If there's anything to be true about the body, it's that it depends. But I just share this because I want you to know that just because you have a diagnosis on something on a piece of paper doesn't mean that you are resigned to a life of pain. It doesn't mean you just have to put up with it. It doesn't mean that you are stuck with this forever. It doesn't mean that like this is the beginning of the end and now you're going to feel like you're a trillion years old every day from here on out. So the key to getting out of pain right? If it's not surgery, if it's not just sitting and waiting it out, which is super, super common, the key honestly is to get stronger. And I know I've said this a million times and I know you're hearing me, but I want you to hear it again because yeah, stretching, right? That might be something, oh, go stretch your hips. You'll be fine. There's so many articles on a Google search about the best five stretches for back pain and stretching has its place, but it's just one piece of the puzzle. I'm take Monica's story from last episode where she was sharing about how, you know, she was doing foam rolling, she was doing stretching, and there just wasn't enough there to really make the difference to get her to a place where she felt like she could run and move and do all the things that she wants to do without pain. But when you learn how to move smarter, when you start to work on strength, there's this just continual feedback loop with your body of your brain trusting that you can move into those shapes and get out of those shapes safely. And that's the key to getting out of pain. So for those of you who have chosen surgery, I'm not saying you did the wrong thing and like shame on you. That is not my goal at all today. I think that whatever decisions we make, we make the best decisions we can at this moment with the information that we have. And so what I'm sharing with you today is that there is another way. There is another way to move better. There is another way to feel better. And this is a way that puts you back into control of your body. There is nothing more, honestly, disempowering. And I've been there. I've been in the orthopedic surgeon's office before. Uh, I've I've had surgeries too for other reasons, Um, you know, not necessarily orthopedic, but, you know, you're in this situation with somebody who you look to for their expert advice, and they're going to give you the best advice for their specific lens. But if you really want to learn how to maintain your body and learn how to take care of yourself, no matter what comes up, That, to me, is what being a body detective is all about. 
So the common mistakes or missteps that I see when somebody comes to me and they are experiencing injuries or aches or pain and they're just kind of stuck in this rut, the first most common mistake I see is that you're doing all of the things, right? You're just like throwing spaghetti at the wall. You're trying five trillion different things, acupuncture and massage and then this and then that and that special mat and this special thing. And you have no idea what's actually working because you're doing so many things. And you might wait until things are really, really bad. I know this is what I used to do. I would ignore it and ignore it and ignore it until I had no choice. I had to do something. But then you do like 50, 11 different things and you're like, okay, so that felt great. But which part of it was the key? right? And then how do you actually repeat what you just did um, if you don't have 90 minutes to roll around on five trillion different things or do a million different stretches, right? You're not always going to have four hours to do this long routine when you have ended up there because you feel so crappy, like you can't do anything else, right? And again, I'm not saying this to be judgmental, like truly I have been there as well. I am bringing this up to just get you to start to open your thought to the possibility that there is another way. Now, another mistake is going all in on where it hurts and ignoring the rest of your body, right? Let's say you have tight calves. So you stretch your calves and you roll your calves and you do all the things for your calves. But what if your calves are not tight from a fault of their own? right? What if it has something to do with your ankle mobility and your foot strength and the way that those play with your hips and your hip flexibility and your core strength? Because it always is a bigger picture, right? Where it hurts is not the entire story. Neck pain is not happening entirely in your neck. I know it feels that way, but your core, your jaw, your upper back, your shoulders, they all have a role to play when it comes to how you feel in your body right now. Right? How you feel right now is a direct representation of all of the ways in which you move. And if you're not moving a ton, which to be honest, right now in Los Angeles, we're experiencing a insane heat wave. It was 114, I believe, yesterday. For those of you who live in Las Vegas and other hot places, you're rolling your eyes. But we were not built to sustain temperatures that high. So all of that is to say, right, I'm seriously considering not doing my workout tomorrow. But I also know that if I don't do my workout, if I don't move my body, that on a cellular level, I'm going to feel it. So going all in on this one area and ignoring the rest of your body, right? Where it hurts isn't the entire story. You've got to step back. You've got to look at all of the things and do it in a way that's sustainable, right? Not spending four hours just when it hurts, but a little bit every day to maintain your body, which is exactly what I try to do with my body maintenance plan. This is what I teach my clients to do, right? Which is what Monica was talking about as well last week of just doing a little bit every day for your entire body. And what you'll find is that everything starts to feel better. So the secret sauce to this is the 80-20 rule. And so when you don't have time to waste on 50 trillion different things, you need to find the 20% that's going to get you the 80% of the results. So what does that actually look like? It's spending 15 minutes a day on mobilizations and activations that your body needs, right? Not wasting time doing generic stuff that you find on the internet, not a random hip flow that you find on YouTube, as fun as those are, right? It's incorporating mini movement breaks throughout your day so that your body gets that variety of vitamin M, 
right? Vitamin movement as often as possible. And again, if you think of it in different contexts, right, when it comes to the type of food you eat, even if you ate just spinach all day, every day, you would be missing key nutrients and minerals. And the same goes for your body. If you're just moving the same way every day, even if you are working out, if you're just doing the same stuff time and time again, week after week after week, right, there are some areas that uh, within your body that probably could take a little bit more flexibility and a little bit more mobility and also more stability, right? So that vitamin M is a more holistic global approach to movement rather than just focusing on what you know, right, what's super familiar um, and expanding it to understanding more about movement. And speaking of understanding more about movement, right, the 80-20 rule means that you know good movement. And this is what I call the big three. And the big three are the three movements that are foundational to all movement, really the three things that all movements are based on. The big three are the squat, the deadlift, and the overhead reach. So when you master these, you can try any workout at any level and know with confidence that you can move safely with good form and not have to be worried about getting hurt, right? I still remember, this is, uh, what's it called? P90X. If you've ever done that workout, like hit me up. I remember I did it like once. I think this was right out of college. So before all the injuries, but right in the thick of that, and before I really started to develop this body maintenance framework. And it was like some, you're supposed to pretend that you were like jumping through big tires. And my hip flexors were so so tired and so, so sore for so long that I never did the workout again, right? So there's a secret sauce, right? The 80-20 rule is also let me meet you where you're at right now, rather than challenging you with something that's so hard that you're not going to be able to move for five days. (laughs) Oh my gosh, you guys, the hip flexors was so bad, so bad, right? But meeting you where you're at with what you can do now, but being able to push the envelope just enough, so that you continue to get stronger and build that confidence so that you know how to move your body safely. And also the 80-20 rule is incorporating body work into your routine, which I think is missing from a lot of your training programs, right? If you are not doing body work on a regular basis, you're probably not really accessing the total like capacity of your body. I don't know any less nerdy way to say that, uh, but body work helps you to be more targeted and precise with your tension relief. Stretching is too broad. It doesn't get into the knots and trigger points. And if there's an area where you have a knot or a trigger point or tension and it's not moving well and your brain isn't sensing it well, like more stretching and more workouts aren't going to change that. You have to actually get into that area with a tool like bodywork or, I mean, as nice as getting massages as regularly, it's something that's kind of difficult right now. But even that 15 minutes a day of bodywork is going to get you so much further than a one hour massage, even once a week. What you can do for yourself is always going to be more effective because a little bit every day is enough to maintain your body. So if you're feeling like, oh my gosh, Alex, this sounds way too difficult and like way too many things, like again, a little bit every day is enough to change your body and to change how you feel right now. Because don't forget, every about two years, every single cell in your body has turned over. Uh, with the exception of you know brain cells and there's a few others that you're born with the same number. 
But for the most part, every cell in your body has become completely renewed in about a two-year cycle. Some are a lot faster, right? The epithelial cells in your mouth, for example, turn over way quicker, which is how I can burn my mouth on hot food all the time um, and still be able to taste things, right? Which is a little bit slower than like your skin turned over or some other things. But every two years, you are almost entirely a brand new you. So it's not what you do when you start to feel better, right? Instead of waiting until you feel better. Oh, I'm going to do that when I don't have pain or I'm going to do that when my hip stops hurting or my back stops hurting or whatever. The things that you do right now are going to help add up so that you will feel completely different a lot sooner than you think. Right? Those little tiny wins help you to build that momentum, that snowball effect till before you know it, you are moving with ease, you're feeling super confident, you're feeling strong, you're doing all the workouts you want. Maybe it's a plank, maybe it's pushups, maybe it's pull-ups, like whatever it is, you'll be like, oh yeah, I'm working on that and I know exactly how I'm going to get there. So next week, I'm going to give you the first step to take on this path to becoming a body detective. And this is that next step that's going to make every step after make a lot more sense. And I'll be sharing how to do my step-by-step squat assessment. So if you're like, okay, so what's next? What I do? Make sure you tune in next week for episode 80, holy guacamole, where you'll learn the step-by-step squat assessment and how to do that for yourself. Now also save the date, September 19th. Okay, like grab your phone right now, put in your calendar, put a sticky note up on the fridge. September 19th is when the Move Smart series starts. So the Move Smart series is completely free and you're going to learn how to do self-massage for flexibility and strength, how to do the perfect pain-free push-up that gets you results and how to get stronger without getting hurt. So it all starts September 19th. You can sign up right now by heading on over to aewellness.com slash workshop and you can grab your spot and it'll automatically sign you up for the entire series, okay? So I will see you for the Move Smart series. And if you have listened to today's episode and you're like, yes, 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 nodding along with me and you are intrigued, I hope to see you there. So I wanna hear from you. And you can be honest, you can send me a DM, you can call into the Body Nerd Hotline. Are you rolling and stretching only when you have pain? Or are you planning for pain and being more proactive about it? I really do want to let me know. So you can hit me up on Instagram. I'm at Hall or you can call the Body Nerd Hotline at 818-396-6501. And don't forget that show notes, fun links, free downloads, the Body Nerds group, everything lives over at aewellness.com slash podcast. And thank you. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen today. I really appreciate all of you who listen and share your favorite parts of the episodes and leave reviews. I so, so, so deeply appreciate you. Thank you. And I hope that also as you're listening right now that you're getting some good movement in or at least you got something planned for later. So if you enjoyed this week's episode, make sure you hit that subscribe button so that you don't miss anything else um, or leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. So wherever you're listening right now, just, you know, find that review button and hit those five stars and let me know what you think. Or just share it with somebody who needs to hear this today. Share it with someone who needs that little bit of inspiration, who needs to know that there is a light at the end of the tunnel and that life without pain is possible. So here's to asking better questions, moving more, becoming a body detective, and getting nerdy. And thank you for helping me spread the word that your body is super cool and you, my friend, can change the unchangeable. 
I'll talk to you next week. Pain stops you in your tracks, and body work is one of the fastest and most effective ways to deal with it. I've put together a free PDF with the six places you need to roll right now for quick relief. Plus, the reason why what you've tried so far has only given you a temporary fix. So whether it's back pain, plantar fasciitis, neck tension, shoulder pain, or tight hips, I've got you covered. And when you download it now, I'll also send you some video demos to get you started even faster. Head on over to aewellness.com slash bodywork, that's B-O-D-Y-W-O-R-K, to get started today.